baby, it's episode seven. We're starting off with daggers. Let's go. What a great way. <sighs> What's up, y'all? Hello, hello, hello. Top of, the, top of the Monday to you? Yeah, yeah. Some of us have been up all day. Yeah, I have too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how was your weekend? Amazing. Yeah? Yeah. What, uh, what all did you do? Went to a concert. Went to like 15 different bars. Lived my life. Yeah. Were, uh, were you dropped on a keg this time? Uh, no, no keg stand accidents this week, but. Good, good. Um, and Your I also went to the GP. Better. Yeah, my eye is looking better, huh? You don't look like you got into a uh, bar fight anymore. <laughs> uh, 36 year old. Uh, <laughs> Howell, Michigan man dies of a uh, <laughs> keg stand accident. Next. Channel 7 News. Guys. Nice. Now, so, I know. Uh, yeah, I lived this weekend. It was a great weekend. And I know awesome. you said you had a good weekend, too. Yeah. I. Uh, it's actually my dad's birthday today, so happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday, and, Dad. Uh, yeah, so Saturday I went out to uh, their campground that they were at, and we had some steak with some potatoes and Steak salad. and taters. Steak and taters. Then... Uh, Yesterday, I proceeded to sleep until 2 p.m., decide uh, why go to a GP at 3 p.m., and yeah. just hung out at home. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, I got to the GP yesterday around then, and people were just, I mean, it was pretty dead. Uh, for... Wait, yeah, the main event only had like 700 people. No, no, no. It had 600 people. You were told, maybe you got Channel Fireball's numbers. Yeah, maybe I, they're trying to it was, I think up. it was Chad, actually. Chad uh, that told me that number. Yeah, it was no. on his Twitter, I think. Negatory. There or no, were... it was Donovan. Because Donovan uh, was tweeting about how... Uh, how dead it was in there? Yeah, he almost prized the... He almost prized the GP not day twoing. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> what a big old pile of dog shit yeah, that is, isn't really it? really killing it, Channel Fireball. You know, and that's something we'll we'll talk to when we get into it. You know, but man, when we get it, into the getting. Yeah, but oh, have I got a lot to say about that? <laughs> got a lot to say about that. Well, that's all I'm gonna say about that. But you know what? I'm not gonna. What I am gonna say more about <laughs> our fun fact this week. Oh yeah, our fun fact this Can't week. Can't skip over the facto funds. No, I love it. So we didn't even we didn't even pull up the set. I didn't know what to pull up because we can't really pull up a set on gather. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe we can just like pull up a picture. I don't know. Nah. So the fun fact, and and I'll go I'll go with it. Yeah, hit it. I I think this was cool. Um, hit it, Fergie. Yeah. The uh, set with the least amount of cards in it we found out uh, was Arabian Nights. Correct. And it has how many, Richie? Seventy-eight cards is all. 78 cards. That's crazy. It's very crazy. Could you imagine if they did that nowadays? 78 cards? 78 cards. Uh, 78 of them being planeswalkers, knowing Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> yeah. All three dropping below planeswalkers at <laughs> Uncommon and Common. Yeah. Okay. They'd kill it. Yeah, but that's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun fact. I yeah. like that. I enjoyed it. It, uh, it was something we found last week, but we thought the uh, Spawn Sire was cooler. Yeah, sponsor. You know, uh, the other question I have, Josh. What? Do you think our fans watching right now can find uh, any Arabian Nights cards on momsdaysandgames.tcgplayerpro.com? Uh, yeah, I'm positive, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because I was in the... Uh, Do you have was... any Aladdin's lamps? 
we probably we probably got like an HP a lens <laughs> lamp. So let's bounce over here and, and let bounce, you guys see. Bounce, so bounce. Um, we've got our we hey even if you guys if you guys are watching on YouTube. Um, or if you're watching us live, you know, we've got this, got this new little marker here that we made. It just says that's our uh, little Magic in the Making logo up in the top there. Just, it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. Who's surely? No, damn it. Are I you, knew you were going to go there. Are you, are you getting rid of me for someone named Shirley? <laughs> I wish I could. I hate you. I love you, Richard. The feeling's um, mutual. Yeah, Both so. and love. Yeah. Now. Mom's Basement Games. They are our sponsor. And by they, me and you. They yeah, sponsor us. us. Yeah. And that's a good thing. That's it, right? Just just me and you. <laughs> yeah, just me and you. Yeah, so. And everybody over at uh at Mr. Warren's house. house. Yep, yep. All the, those the hard real workers. Mr. Warren. Yep, all those hard workers slaving away, pumping all those orders out, which another cool thing that's going on is we're we got the TCG account going seven days a week now. We don't have to shut it off. I, I don't know if I talked about that last week. I don't think I did. I don't think you did. I, I can't count to seven, so I don't remember. Yeah, it's pretty... Actually, wait, what am I saying? I, I can count to seven. I just skip a couple numbers. Yeah, this is episode seven, so yeah. I hope you can count that high. Well, one, two, seven. That's how I like count most of the time when I play Magic. Yeah, absolutely. But You're just counting by threes yeah so we got this thing rolling man we're gonna hopefully we're gonna be doing more orders each week we're at god we're 20,000 plus orders i think the last time i checked was like 22,000 lifetime and everybody you know when they look at the when they look at the order count to see okay can i trust these guys do i feel comfortable that they're gonna send me my cards uh you know you usually look for that 50,000 plus because it doesn't go past 50,000 so you're saying we got rookie numbers we need to get them numbers up no 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 we're in the we're you know we're in the farm leagues right now Mm -hmm. you know we're we're at half of of the power sellers on tcg player so uh you know we're getting the power bottoms we are a power bottom but we're gonna be power sellers here in about i'd say six months yeah yeah we'll have that yeah we'll have that that uh that fifty thousand mark, so that's pretty cool stuff. Nice. I like that. I'm I'm very proud of us. So is that the goal on end of the year fifty k? Yes, absolutely. I think we can do it. I think we can do it too. So I got a I got a few I, pictures. I don't want to do that though. I'm now you now you SoundClouders, you guys can't see this, but you can um you know you can pretend that you're that you can see it. Just close your eyes right now. I I think, think if about... we go back in time, Josh couldn't see this either. <laughs> no, I could see this. And think about a filter of flowers, beautiful flowers. Are your eyes closed? I hope so. Beautiful flowers are over my head this weekend. Um, and <laughs> Richie, Richie's closing his eyes. Uh, you told me to imagine. And I have these these uh, Elton John glasses with flowers over the top of it. Ah! <laughs> Get out of my head! And I was in uh, Fountain Square, Indiana. So we went and saw a Three Doors Down concert, 15 Years Too Late, which was very cool. Um, also, Soul Asylum was there. That was very neat. We're uh, uh, the lead singer of Soul Asylum. He I'm not 100 percent sure he had all of his teeth, or if he had stopped doing drugs yet because it didn't look like it. He was. Uh, he was did pretty... he maybe get the drugs from uh, Three Doors Down? <laughs> I don't think so. Everybody in that band's supposed to be sober now. No, 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 like Three Doors Down from the venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you might be right. Uh, so yeah, these were some pictures. We went to we went to Wild Eggs. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been to that place, but that place is. Pretty I, that phenomenal. place is wild. It's no, it's just it's got phenomenal breakfast. 
Um, they got the everything muffins right there. We got we had five of them. Had some orange juice, freshly squeezed. There you go. There's Soul Asylum. There's the lead singer. Uh, if you guys, uh, for those of you uh, just listening, um, this guy, he just basically looks homeless. He looks like he got off that runaway train and never came back. Is he a little runaway? He is. So, yeah, it's cool stuff. He's but uh, I, I enjoyed the weekend, and hopefully you guys had a good weekend. For those of you uh, six to 700 people, um, maybe a few of you that are listening, you, you made it out to the GPA. I hope you guys had a good time, too. Um, but I did not. We are going to get into um, who was on top this week, uh, as always. And who was on top was... Aaron Barrich. Aaron Barrich. Now, I have not met this uh, this she, person. She is a very nice person. I've talked to her at multiple events. Got some blue tips at the end there. I like those blue tips. She uh, she's actually she won an invitational a couple. Gosh, is it about? It's about a year ago now. Okay, it was the the first one that I was at. Okay, cool. What uh what she went with? Uh, she was I can't remember the standard deck off the top of my head. Okay, but I know it was Infect and Modern. Hmm. Because she was the one that uh brought it back. Yeah. Spiked when it. everyone was just like, "Oh, is yeah, Infect it, still good?" No, in fact, no. No one was saying is Infect still good. They were saying this deck's this not deck playable. Great. Yeah. And then now they're like, "Okay, Infect good." And but this this past weekend was standard, and it was in Worcestershire sauce, like what we talked about last uh, last week. And so let's bring uh, let's bring her deck list up, right? Yeah. Mono red. Mono aggro. red aggro. So Richie, you know about this deck. You're pretty intimate with this deck. You. Uh, this deck got you to a pro tour, right? Uh, it was actually Eldrazi Tron that got me to the pro tour. Okay. Uh, this deck did carry me to a couple RPTQs. Not quite this list. This list is actually really, well, this really is M20 different. list. Yeah, and this is very Really different. M20, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Influenced. There we go. Yeah. So it looks like uh, uh, Chandra's Spitefire is... Spitfire. Oh, Spite. No, that's not how... No, that's, that, there's that's, no E. Yeah. Uh, Spitfire. So flying one three whenever an opponent is dealt non-combat damage. Chandra's. You're supposed to say it. Spitfire. There you go. Uh, gets plus three plus. I thought o. maybe you were gonna give it a crack this time. <laughs> plus three plus o, uh, until end of turn. So it becomes a four three. Yeah, that's like, pretty cool. Well, if you do it again, it's a seven three. Ooh. And then it's ten three. Nice. And then your opponent's dead. Yes. Uh, then there was uh, Ember Hauler, uh, Fanatical Firebrand, G2 Lavamancer, Goblin Chain Whirler, Runaway Steamkin. Now those are all four of and there's 24 creatures in the deck with the uh, basic 20 mountain package. Easiest deck list you'll ever write in your life. Yes. Yeah, you, it's very difficult to mess this up. Uh, and then you uh, you run a one Experimental Frenzy, four Lightning Strax, four sh- uh, Shocks, Four light up the stage and three skewers. Now, Richie, tell me, and those of li- those who are listening, why are you going to run three skewers in one experimental frenzy? Why break up those four ofs? Uh, so it's because you want the four frenzies in the seventy-five. It's nice to have one in the main. It combos pretty hard with Steamkin, and it's also just nice to have a little bit of late game. You know, you never know how standard's going to go if you're going to go late. If you're going to just try to kill your opponent, you know. Yeah, because they could sit and they could waste all of their spells on, on trying to kill you. Uh, or, excuse me, trying to kill your creatures, burn them away, or whatever they they're doing. They can kill your Spitfires. Um, yes. 
yes they could um, and so you maybe need that to draw that experimental frenzy to kind of get yourself back in the game mm-hmm. so I like that uh, then there's three more of those in the sideboard like you said there's four in the 75 uh, you got three fries which this this card's really cool so get it's fairy out of here yeah it's combust but well, it's better it is better. And so uh, Fry's a new M20 card, and it has the same CMC as Combust. It's just one red and a colorless. It says the spell can't be countered. Fry does five damage to target creature or Planeswalker that's white or blue, which really, really matters. Do you think this means Combust will never be a uh, quarter? Yes, I don't think it'll ever. I, I, I think it died when... I think it died when... What was the other card? The one-drop red one. Rending Valley. Rending Valley. I think it died when Rending Valley But this printed. one kills Teferi. Yes. Now, Combust was actually what? It, it just killed creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Now, if they could have errated it and said... And done this to it and just put Planeswalker on there... Well, that's a lot of errata. Yeah, exactly. So, they were just like, fuck it. Card doesn't exist anymore. Print Fry. So... Um, so, the Chandra... Uh, Acolyte of Flame is Snapcaster in the, Mage is in the sideboard, and this this little beauty this is uh what this is middle school Chandra yeah yep we're getting it right look uh, at you yep we're getting it right so middle school Chandra's in here we'll teach you what magic is eventually that's right and three Tybalt yeah are in the sideboard very very sexy uh, and then you got your four lava coils uh, which are just gonna basically help you get those creatures out of the way and those maybe even the this is probably a mirror match card uh i think it's probably more of a hedge for like arclight phoenix okay maybe uh maybe she was expecting a lot of arclight on the weekend okay yeah so you're just getting rid of that exiling that creature and then that way they don't get that uh that copy that comes back Mm -hmm. okay cool so yeah that was uh that's that's standard for the for the top we could kind of give you some other things here in the top too in case you're interested uh you've got mono blue aggro uh, Teamer Elementals, which we we went over before uh, before the podcast started, which uh, it's a pretty neat list. Richie's not sold on Teamer Elementals; he thinks it might just be kind of cute right now. Yeah, um, like much like how the Mono Green list was when uh, nineteen came out, right? With the with the uh, what's that that mirror that horse? What is that horse? That five Vine drop mirror. Vine mirror. Um, a lot of people were just playing Mono Green; they were just jamming it because it, it was just a thing. And I can kind of see a, a parallel between that mono green list that, that came out with the last core set um, and this teamer elemental list where it's just like, okay, let's try to curve into fatties um, and and then see what happens. I'm just not sold on Risen Reef being as powerful as everyone's saying it is. Yeah, I mean... Like, the card's good, but, like, it just dies so easily. and like Yeah, it's just a 1-1. One, one. A 1-1 one, one isn't a threat is the other thing. Like, mm-hmm. everyone compares it to Rogue Refiner. But there's a big difference between a 1-1 one, one and a 3-2. Yeah. Yeah, there is. And uh, here for those of you that don't know what uh, Risen Reef is, we've talked about it. It's a blue-green uh, colorless uh, elemental. It says, whenever Risen Reef or another elemental enters a battlefield under your control, look at the top card of your library. If it's a land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped. Uh, if you don't put the card onto the battlefield tapped, put it into your hand. So uh, this card just generates a lot of... Uh, a lot of help with card draw. Um, it gets you ramping, gets you going. So if you're not playing against those decks that have, uh, you know, a lot of spot removal, or if you're not playing against Mono Red, this card can probably take over the game. Am I correct by that? By saying yeah, that? Yeah, like it, it definitely, that... 
It can definitely go kind of crazy in, like, the mid-range matchups. Yes. But. I think this is kind of that mid-range card that really just, uh, just it, you just blow people out with this card, if it stays. So I think, um, you know, maybe uh, Chris Johnson had this thing stick uh, one too many times throughout the day, and that's kind of what got him there. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool to see Mono Blue took second place. Mono Blue aggro. God, I love that. Deck. But I mean, Ross Merriam was the pilot, and you know, I always tend to let people know, hey, if you've got a great pilot behind a subpar deck or a deck that maybe hasn't seen a whole lot of uh, play lately, uh, if I mean, this deck got a it, lot of influence from M twenty though. What and I think that's the big thing. Let's click on it and see what it get. Got um, do, 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 do. spectral sailor. Spectral Sailor. What's that? One blue, one one. Uh, flash, flying. Um, pay th- pay four, draw card? Oh. So it's a little bit of late game. Yeah. It lets you... It's That's a your threat. Risen Reef. Well... Mid-range-y-ish. Kind of. The biggest thing is, like, it lets you hold up, like, your dive downs, your ops, your spell pierces with it at the same time. It's very cool, too, because, like, you know, if if you are, let's say, late game or mid-late, mid-to-late game... Uh, you can activate this thing to draw a dive down yeah. in response to them popping something. It also just, like, it lets you play Lookout's Dispersal, which is a really powerful counter spell. Yes. Because it upped your pirate count. Yep. Very cool. Um, yeah, so some of the other some of the other decks, uh, actually one other deck that took fourth and fifth, which is very cool, is Vampires. So for those of you out there that um, maybe you guys love Tribal, and you, you've loved vampires since, what, Zendikar? Zendikar was big. That was the big block for vampires was Zendikar. You had, uh, you're out of my time. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a time machine that you're, you're not, you weren't there for. Um, but we had, um, you know, Hex Mage. The and, vampires I remember is from, uh, like, Innistrad. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, it was a good time, man. Vampires actually... Um, did something back then, and that was pretty cool. But it's cool to see him back. Uh, you've got a Dondo Vanguard, Champion of Dusk. Did we ever hit record? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Legion, Lieutenant, uh, Knight of uh, Even Legi- uh, Legion, uh, Sky Marcher, Aspirant, Vicious Conquistador. Conquistador. Man, these are some names right here. Vana, Butcher of uh, Megan. So, those are all your vampires. And then you, of course, you got you got the old the new Soren out of M twenty, the Mythic. He's pretty cool. Uh, you got Gideon Blackblade and a Johnny Adversary of Tyrants, which I I really like the new Johnny. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I think he is. So having an unearthon is like a baby unearthon as minus is pretty big. Yeah, and I think basically what carried this deck. Uh, it's probably the Legion's Landing. <clears throat> this card is super powerful. Very powerful. Especially against those mid-range strategies where you can just make more dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the flip side say? I guess we're never going to know what the flip side it, says. Uh, you t- can tap it for a planes, or you can tap it a planes and two colorless and make a 1-1. One, one. Ah, okay, yeah, so you're just, all you're doing is just generating bodies. Yeah. So I think that card probably, most likely, that and some of the Planeswalkers just landing those those really powerful Planeswalkers just really got it there. So 
Um, yeah, so that was standard for the weekend. Now let's take a look at what happened. Well, we can talk about the standard classic before we jump into modern. Okay, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, I just don't want to talk about any more standard. Well, we got <laughs> to talk about who got first in this. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Is he going to stop winning or no? Is he just like, I'm, Probably not. I'm done. I'm done, you guys. Like, He's like, right, I'm going to make sure you guys have to talk about me every week. Okay, so Mr. Zach Allen, which, uh, you know, we've had him. Uh, he's on. We did a YouTube video with him. Uh, he's, yeah, he's been on the podcast before. Um, but he he ran Bant Mass Manipulation. So uh, let's take a look at this thing. The old new Cavalier of Thorns, which is that five-drop new Elemental Knight that's running um, running rampant in these Elemental Ducks. Uh, f- what is this? Frilled Mystic? This is, yeah. oh, this is old... Uh, yeah. uh, Mystic Snake. Yeah, Mystic Snake. This is the new version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hydroid Crisis, which this card is just... Basically, the most one of the most powerful cards in standard. Am oh, I correct yeah. about saying oh, that? Yeah. Um, Land of War Elves again, super powerful card, and Paradise Druid. So those are the creatures. You got four Nissa who shakes the world, and four Teferi Time Reveler, which this card is absolutely absurd. Uh, two Prison Realm, four Grow Spiral, two Drawn Drawn from Dreams, two Entrant uh, Entrancing Melody, and three Mass Manipulation. So. Tell us how this deck works, Richie. Yeah, so this is very similar to, like, the deck that I was playing uh, last season where you're just, like, you're the ramp deck, you're trying to go above everybody, and you're really carried by Nissa doubling your mana. You're carried by, you know, the fact that we have a one-mana mana dork in Land War Elves. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we actually have decent disruption that, like, ben- that you get rewarded for ramping. Like, playing a turn two Teferi is, like, really strong. Yeah, dude. And then... More elves into turn two Teferi Time Reveler. That's really gross. Yeah. And uh, Teferi's Plus actually synergizes very well with, like, Growth Spiral. Because you can hold up Growth Spiral or Frilled Mystic or Drawn from Dreams when you plus your Teferi. Kind of trying to make, like, a little dig through time almost. Hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. What about some of these sideboard options that he chose? Yeah, what do you so think about that? Knight of Autumn's really good. That card's super versatile. Uh, shifting Ceratops is insane against any blue deck. It's a new dinosaur, baby. You and your dinosaurs. Yeah, buddy. This card has been seeing a uh, a lot of talk, though. Yeah, I For think, good reason. Yeah, I think this card's going to be really, really strong in, in standard. Aether Gust is uh, an interesting one. It makes a lot of sense, though. Just like... Being able to put something on top of your opponent's deck or on bottom of their deck, depending on how you want to get rid of it, is pretty strong. Wow, that's really cool because you could just you can just dunk somebody's uh, planeswalker that they just paid uh, five mana for and just put that thing right on right on top of their library or put it under right. So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's nice. Or you can like tuck their frenzy in mono red. Yeah, this card has a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, negate's negate. I don't really need to talk about that card. Tulsimir, that's for the mono-red matchup. <laughs> You're just putting bodies on the ground, right? Uh, well, it, it gains through life, too. Yeah. It does, like, legit everything. Yep, everything you want to do. You got Tamio, Collector just, of uh, Tales. Yeah, just a little, uh, you know, extra help against mid-range and control. Being able to pick up your cards again. Also, like, not being able to get Thought Erasured. Okay. And then... Time Wipe is kind of interesting in this. Uh, 
I'd really like to talk to Zach about why he played this card. It seems kind of nonbo-ish to play a board wipe in this deck, but I'm sure uh, my, it came in handy. So, uh, time time wipe for those of you that don't know, which I didn't know what this card does. It says uh, it's two two colorless, two white, a blue. Um, it is a sorcery. It says return a creature you control to its owner's hand, which in parentheses for this deck would say Hydroid Crisis, right? Yeah, it could return. be Cavalier. Yeah, okay. Frog um, Mystic if you want to get cheeky. Yeah, and then destroy all creatures. So it's it's just a it's a reset, and you get the bonus of being able to pick up your the one creature that matters at the time. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think this card is... Um, probably everything a board wipe wants to be right now uh, because you get to pick up that creature that you need and then just dump the rest. So seems pretty cool. I like there's some temples in here in the so- in the uh, for the, um, uh, the the mana base. There's a temple of mystery. Uh, was there any other temples? No, just the two temple of mystery. So that's pretty cool. Seeing that, that comeback of those temples in standard. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about tap lands in this deck. Well, but... because of the, the land of war elves and the, the paradise druid. I like the fact that there's just two of them in there. Yeah, I don't know. I could see it. I really hate it. I try to guildgate to try to make this X mana base better because that's the biggest problem. Is this X mana base is kind of sketchy. Okay. But it it felt pretty bad. But yeah. So the temples uh, are strictly better than guildgates. The rest of the list here, we've got uh, Orz- Orzov vampires again, Esper hero. Uh, Azorius Aggro, Bant Ramp, John Dinosaurs, oh baby, <laughs> we played Standard, um, Team Elementals, and uh, Vampires again. So it looks like Vampires is a legitimate strategy in Standard. It's crazy. You give a deck good one-mana plays with a two-mana Lord, and it gets good. Yes. Very cool. I like that. All right, so let's let's move to something uh, that we can go back to. Uh, maybe people play a little bit more, which is modern, right? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I, I think Standard sees a lot of play, especially, you know, with a new set coming out. But so, Modern is definitely the big one around here. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Miles Wilson took took first with Eldrazi Tron, um, and we will click on that list. We'll also um, click on this burn list because those are those are what we play, Richie. Isn't that cool? They both mm-hmm. top-hated. They, you know, maybe they're a little bit better pilots than us, or maybe mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I don't know Miles or uh, Gino. So um, the other two decks here, you got second and third place with Humans, fifth place at, with Is It Phoenix, uh, sixth place was Colorless Eldrazi, um, and then you've got Is It Phoenix again and Azorius Control, uh, rounding it out with uh, the eighth place. So Richie, let's take a look at this Eldrazi Tron list yeah. and uh, let us know what they got going on here. So you got the, the creature base here, which is three Walking Ballista, four Matter Reshaper, Four Reality Smashers, four Thought Knots, uh, four Karn the Great Creator, two Ugin, uh, the Ineffable, the NF, F, two Fs, uh, Ineffable. Such an idiot. (laughs) And then you've got four Chalice of the Void, four Expedition Map, two Mind Stones, three Dismember, and two All is Dust. That is a lot of Dismembers, man. That's a lot of Dismembers. That's a lot of... Gotta kill shit. Gotta kill Eidolons? Probably not. Yeah, you don't really care about that deck because you're running four Chalice in the main? I mean, I don't think you're going to dismem- take six damage to kill an Eidolon. <laughs> and uh, you got this one Blast Zone in here, which is beautiful. You and I are both on the Blast Zone plan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one of Seagate Wreckage. And let's see. 
that's you know that's it for the spicy lands which is not spicy anymore now let's take a look at the sideboard basilisk collar uh crucible worlds ensnaring bridge it's all the one-ups right mm-hmm. yeah um graph digger's cage liquid metal coating for that good old combo uh michael Lattice, pithing needle torpor orb walking ballista four ley lines and two spatial contortion i like seeing this I like seeing spatial contortion. I I think that card's trash. I've never had a good spatial contortion in my life. Okay. What about warping whale? I like warping whale. I was just gonna say, like, I think this is the warping whale esque spot, you know, for this deck where maybe you'd probably be wanting to play that right now over this card. Personally, I just prefer a little bit more deeper of a Karn package, but I'm a sucker for like going deep on Karn. Yeah. I think the card's very good. Uh yeah, so tell everybody about the the new uh, plan with Karn when you're playing um, with Eldrazi Tron. Yeah, so like he he was a huge addition of this deck just because now you don't really care about Tron, you don't really care about temples. He just like really helps you fill out your curve a lot better than like before you had to play like Karn Liberated and a new Lamog in your deck. Yeah, but now you just it's very crazy. you just get to lean your deck down a lot. Yeah, like this deck. Um, you know, because once you hit that seven mana, you can do other things. You can just play Karn the Great Creator. You can also play... What else are you playing? Like, maybe another creature? Um, normally, I I have a Trinisphere in my sideboard, which I notice he's lacking. And, like, Karn into Trinisphere normally feels really good and is very powerful against a lot of decks. Okay. You know, makes them uh, only really be able to cast one spell while you can cast, you know, multiple. I'm really glad that this guy's playing Ugin. I know a lot of lists... Are only on one or zero. I think two's the correct number by far. On that I think card. two is the number, man. I'm card really on board. Very strong. I'm very on board with this card being in there. First of all, second, um, you and I talked about this before that this card is just underplayed and yeah. undervalued. So really is. Yep. All right, so let's go back and take a look at the old burn list because I'm excited to see that. I'm sure there's so much innovation in Burn. Yes, there's so many new things in this deck. Probably not. Uh, 19 lands. Okay, I'm on board with that. You get to play uh, the new Sunbaked Canyon, so I'm sure that helped a little bit this weekend. Getting baked. Yep, getting baked. Uh, four Eidolons, four Swift Spear, four Goblin Guide, four Boros Charm, Lightning lightning Bolt, Lightning Helix, Steering Blaze, one Skull Crack in the main. Now, I, I've been talking to Burn players about this lately, and I... That's been like a continuing theme of they're saying, we just don't run Skullcrack anymore. Mm-hmm. We've completely cut it from the list. Um, and the uh, Skewer of the Critics has taken that spot in the main board, really. Um, and then you got your Rift Bolt and Lava Spikes. So um, now let's see uh, the, if the sideboard uh, had. No, it only had three Rust in Peace. So they're going back to that. To that um, post or sorry pre pre hogak mm-hmm. um sideboard list with the three rest in peace three path exiles two searing bloods two skull cracks two smash and two wear tear so um that's that's very cool to see that there's not you know four ley lines in the side of this you know they've hopefully that's fixed the problem well, the white the white ones have always been on rip i think oh yeah absolutely but um, you know, they, they were running the white the white list was running what, four rest in peace and like couple I think couples not um um God, what's that one drop artifact that exiles graveyards? Relic. Yeah. But they were on a couple relics also. 
yeah, maybe even like some surgical. Three, three relic, three path, I think. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and then uh, there was another um, uh, deck here. There was a colorless Eldrazi um, that also uh, took uh, sixth place, and Mr. Champagne, sweet name, Jack Champagne. Um, this list is uh, is this pretty standard, Richie? Um, you know, you got your you got your serum, your four serum powders, um, your Simeon Spirit guides, and your Eternal Scourge package with the serum powder, and then you've got the Karn Great Creator uh, package for you know all the one ups in the sideboard with the Mycosynth Lattice Lockout, um, and the twenty three lands. Like, how do you feel about this list versus the last list that we looked at? Yeah, so this is just like a little more aggressive. It doesn't really go over the top as well. Um, now it took fifth place, so that's or sixth place, excuse me. So that's that's nothing to scoff at. So the list has got to be pretty good, and I think mainly what what is making all these lists so good is the Karn, the Great Creator package, right? Yeah, I'm, he's like fine in this deck. Um, he's not as big as he is in Eldrazi Tron. Mm -hmm. uh, this deck really gets carried by like it went in, it like wants to win die rolls so it can play a Chalice on turn one. Oh, okay. Like, Eldrazi Tron doesn't try to play it turn one, but this deck, that's really what it's going for. Okay, cool. All right, so that's it for Modern, right? I believe so. Good, good, good. So um, now we always have uh, where we talk, we were sitting and talk about uh, the upcoming events. Uh, not only the past events, the previous events that people did well in, but the upcoming events. So well, we just had what we talked about earlier, uh, Detroit. And that was limited, and that was a dumpster fire uh, at 600 people. And then coming Not up... Not much to talk about with that one. No. Uh, coming up, um, Channel Fireball is going to be doing uh, Standard Denver, uh, along with the following weekend with Barcelona. And the only thing close that we've got in our in our uh, backyard here is going to be SCGs, right? Um, That's so, how it is for the most part, though. Yeah, so... I guess I wanted to take a minute to talk about um, Channel Fireball before we let you guys know what's going on with SCG coming up. Um, this was something that I, I saw this weekend, and with it being a ghost town in there, I, I really think that Channel needs to, they need to work on um, just getting more people into the building, you know? Uh, people have a hard time. It, it's a continuing theme. So I say, I said to everybody last week and the week before, I said, you know, hey, Detroit's coming up. I'm going to see you there, right? And they're like, nope, you're not going to see me there. And I think to myself, like, this is my life. Magic is my life. And, um, you know, it's not everybody else's life, you know, but it's their hobby and it's their passion. Um, and to hear those people that I interact with all the time to say, no, I will not be going to a magic event in my backyard, um, it just really it makes me makes me sad because um, you know it's something where we all come together and we hang out. It's a community thing, and to know that nobody wants to go to it because these events are being run so poorly, uh, it really makes me step back and think to myself, like, man, I I, I kind of wish um, Star City uh, was doing events still, you know, because if Star City was doing events, uh, if they were doing the GPS people would have been like yeah man i'm gonna be there i'm gonna i'm gonna play in the the side events i'm gonna play in the classics on on sunday which they're not classics right did they do classics then at, at uh 
I don't, GPs. I don't think they did them at GPUs. Yeah, I don't think so. But I know just the side event package was just so great. Uh, and people, they just didn't want to show up because that is the number one theme that I keep hearing is it's too fucking expensive. And I do not want to continue to pay uh, all this money to, to drive, you know, hour, half hour um, to, you know, to play in these events that I just can't afford. And, yeah, you can come and hang out and play with your friends. But if your friends, you know, if they're not there because it's too expensive, you're going to be sitting there by yourself, you know, walking around to vendors, maybe finding a, a couple foils that you need for your deck. Or maybe your your LGS uh, has a few cards that you need uh, that they haven't got in in a while. Um, but it's just really, really sad to see that, um, you know, Channel Fireball is not, um, It's they're not really taking care of, uh, I don't think, the community of magic players that they should be like star city does uh, because every single time that star city has an event that's close enough whether it be columbus or cincinnati um, which they don't do anything in detroit um you know or or even like pittsburgh i have everybody that i know trying to jump into a car and get their asses to a, uh, a star city event right yeah you know and i mean i literally forgot about pittsburgh and i put together a team and the like yeah within like a week no not even it was today okay yeah so um you know it's just it, it's it's absolutely unreal and because like i get to see this stuff i get to see how bad um these channel fireball events are run and it just i, I really hope I, I hope that uh star city is going to be able to come back and they're going to be able to put together something um i know it was it was over money um, but they're going to start to run these GPs again because um, these numbers are just not good. Yeah, like, they just need to get the Monopoly off because, like, that's why Channel Fireball can afford to make everything so expensive and, you know, take away all these cool things because who's going to, you know, contest them? Yeah. So yeah, the answer, I think, still is Star City. Yeah, but. I think so, too. And, you know, hopefully things work out and Star City comes back. But if not, you know, we're just everybody's going to be going to star cities and they're going to be moving away from channels. So if wizard sees that, well, you know, what's going to happen. Like they're going to offer the, uh, they're going to offer the package back to them and say, Hey, please take this back over. It's just not working out with channel fireball. It was so bad. Zach Allen went to an SCG in Worcester instead of a GP, which is about a, um, like what? 20, the GP, no, like it's 12, it's 12 hours. No, 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 the GP, the GP for Zach is like, what? 20 minutes? Oh, you're saying, to, yeah, to go to the GP here. Because he lives near RIW, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's about that distance. And then he was like, eh, I'm just going to go to Worcester and yeah, win. I'll, I'll just drive 12 hours. Yeah, and win the SCG, which is cool. Uh, well, not the not the main event, but the, the side the of it. The classic. Yeah, the classic. Um, yeah, so for those of you, again, like, we like to – I never really thought I'd be a proprietor for, uh, you know, trying to help Star City Games out, but um, <laughs> I've just got to the point where um, – I really do respect these guys, and I, I really am happy with how they run their events and what they do. And um, yeah, you know, they're I understand that their market's a little bit higher, and but you don't have to buy cards from them if you don't if you don't want to. You, you can know, buy that's, them from Pro.com. <laughs> that's right, um, but they do have um, an event coming up. It's team constructed in Philly, um, and that's um, they also have a, a classic for modern standard and legacy. So that's cool to see. And then I will be out in Columbus in... Wait, um, 
You're actually going to go to a Magic event? Yeah, I'm actually going to play, too. What? Yeah. Who are you, and what have you done with Josh Warren? <laughs> are you one of the aliens from Area 51? No. No, I'm going to be there. I'm going to play. Um, and, you know, of course, that leads us into my deck list. But I don't know if I'll be able to play that deck. I might just play Burn, because that deck is fucking nuts. But before that, so you've got uh, Columbus coming up, and that's that's a modern open. Uh, and then you got Richmond. So we'll, well, we'll keep you guys. Columbus, you got Philadelphia this weekend. Yeah, you got Philly this weekend. West so. Philadelphia, born and raised. On the playground is where you where spent. spent not, you did not spend most of your days on the playground. No, I. you should have seen me when I went out there for like, like an hour with uh, <laughs> Caleb and them. Oh, yeah, playing basketball? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, you probably look like a tomato. Uh-huh. Your face was just, just beet red. You were just wheezing. It wasn't that bad, but I think I made a total of zero baskets. That's all right, you know? We're not all we're not all sports people like me, you know. Mm. There's a reason I didn't get invited to that that league, but we'll we'll find out next year. I, I told him next time we're gonna have a uh, cross store while the mom's basement games basketball team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So now leading into uh, what's going on in Columbus in two weeks, and of course Phillies this weekend. If you guys are gonna go, I'll be playing. This um, isn't burn. This is not burn. Now I've. I, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, Richie and I's choices of decks as of late. Mine's actually been pretty consistent. I, I built Boreo's Vengeance on paper. I really like this deck a lot. Um, it was, you know, getting some, it was getting a lot of hate uh, through the Hogak times. Uh, now that's kind of slowed down a little bit. But this deck's really cool. So um, I have two Generator Servants, which... Uh, this list is it has not been updated. It's just it's only the, there's only like two card difference. But God, I, I went up to card. a third. I went up to a third. Now I actually had somebody at the uh, last Wednesday read this card. I sacrificed generator servant and I added two mana and I cast through the breach. And he was like, "What?" He's like, "You can't do that." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, I can." And he's like. He read it, he picked it up, and it says, Sacrifice Generator Servant, add two colorless mana, period. Period. If that mana was spent on a creature spell, it gains haste. So everybody thought that when they read this card, they think, oh, well, you just add two colorless mana to cast a creature spell. You can only use it for creatures is what they think. Correct. No, this card says, make two colorless mana. That's it. And look if you, at you. And you look at your bonus. Look at you, getting people with bulk. Yes. I, I, I literally don't think we can pick that card. We cannot pick that card. I think I've, I've been putting it in a back sock. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh it, it's a really cool card. Uh hopefully it'll it'll find a, a home someday other than in Boreo's Vengeance. Um, but for now, we'll just keep it there. Uh the deck also has four Samian Spirit Guides, four Ilharg the Razor Boar, <laughs> which uh this is a cool thing. We get to uh run this into our finance. He's at an all time all-time low right now. High? Huh? All-time high. All-time low. Oh. Bye, 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 bye. Poor piggy. I know. Poor sweet little bacon monster. Um, and then you've got four Grizzlebrand, which uh, everybody, whenever I play this thing and activate it, people always tell me this card should be banned. And so I always look at them and say, well, why don't you play it then? <laughs> you know, you should be playing banned cards, right? Cards that you think should be banned. So uh, I played Hogak. Yeah. Uh, four Emakul, uh, the Anus Torn. Emakul. Uh, yeah. Uh, f- uh, four Faithless Looting. Three Thought Seizes. Uh, I went down a Thought Seize and went up a Generator Servant. 
Um, I, I don't know about having Thoughtseize in the main. I like it a lot. It helps to accelerate that um, that early game. Also clears the path, um, you know, for opposing path to exiles and whatnot, stuff like that. Have you Thoughtseized yourself yet? Yes. Yes, I've Thoughtseized myself many times. Uh, and actually, I had a discussion about that because that's something that players do. Uh, you will cast Thoughtseize, and they will put their hand down, and they will say, oh, here, take a look at my hand. But whenever I cast the Thoughtseize, because I'm a, you know, I'm a gentleman, I always say, casting Thoughtseize, targeting myself. Now, there's some, you know, some people out there, or should we say scumbags, that'll just drop a Thoughtseize with all intentions. It's, it's much like Vendillion Click. Play a click, and so, and then they'll, like, you know, they'll go to maybe change the life total, whatever, if they had to fetch um, while letting their opponent drop their hand when your, your intentions are to uh, to click yourself or thoughts use yourself. So don't do that out there. That's not very nice to your opponent. Um, also, we've got Cathartic Reunion in here at 2, Collective Brutality at 2, uh, 4 Gorio's Vengeance, 4 Through the Breach, uh, 4 Pentai Prisms uh, to get that uh, turn 3. Yeah, the turn three through the breach, or uh, turn three Ilharg the Razorboard, Mr. Piggy Pants in <laughs> uh, to start plowing through. Or uh, it can be the turn two with the Simeon Spirit Guide, right? Oh, absolutely. And uh, through the breach, or not through the breach, Gorios. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, deck's, deck's a pretty consistent turn three deck, you know, without any, uh, if you're just gold fishing. Have you pitched a Spirit Guide to play a Generator Servant on one? I have not. Because I just feel like... If, I feel like there's never a situation where that's going to come up and be no, relevant. Well, no, because I'm so scared somebody's going to kill it. Yeah. You know, and if I pitch a spirit guide to get something killed, ooh, baby, am I getting just murdered. Um, but yeah, the the sideboard's pretty cool, too. So it plays a one a one of Bo, Bosiju who shelters all. Yeah, shush him. Uh, two lightning axe. Uh, I put another shenanigans that's in here. That's just shenanigans. It is. So we got two shenanigans in the sideboard. Uh, I went up to three angers, uh, anger the gods, and uh, I came down a ley line of the void. So I'm only running three ley line of the voids. That seems fine. Um, and uh, let's see, went up a um, what did I did I run three? Uh, I ran two blood moons, I believe, um, and then quicksilver amulet. Uh, I only ran one of those, but I think I'm gonna hit a second one because. Um, surgical extraction is a bitch. Mm -hmm. And so I think really what I want to do is I want to, I just want to put these creatures into play, you know, post board. I want to bring in my Quicksilver amulets, just two of them, uh, along with the Through the Breaches and the Ilhargs, you know, and then that way I have 10 effects. I can take out the Gorio's Vengeance. Um, and then I, I believe I want to put, um, I want to put back the Chalice of the Voids in the sideboard. Because okay. I feel like Path to Exile and um, Surgical Extraction are just way too powerful against this deck. And so I think you need to be able to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, because you're not on the Faithless Looting plan anymore. Mm. You just don't, you don't want to put things into your graveyard. You just don't care at that point. Uh, same thing with Thought Seize. Like, you don't need the Thought Seizes in there. So you just take those out and put other things in. Mm. Um, so it's a weird one. Uh, but I'm starting to learn a lot more about the deck. Um, and we actually, uh, we had a gentleman in the area, um, Mr. Geoff. Uh, he is going to be uh, building this deck. I'm helping him build it on paper right now. Did you have me six? Uh, nope. 
uh, Jeff, um, I can't remember his last name right now, but, um. Not Jeff that works at Fando, though? No, he plays, uh, he plays Commander. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, super good guy. Uh, he saw, he saw me play this deck. He's been seeing it online and whatnot and top and. He synced it. Yeah, he synced it. And, uh, it, I gave him, uh, I gave him a little bit of push to make this deck, so. Uh, it's very cool to see that uh, that I had an influence on somebody wanting to build something too. So that's that's, that's pretty awesome. neat. Yeah. Um, so Richie, tell us about um, what list you're going to be playing. And uh, before I get to that, uh, let everybody know that uh, um, this Friday I'll be playing this deck on. Um, Wait, you Mom's stream Bay. on Fridays? I do. I missed the last two weeks, I, but it's okay. You know, I it's summertime. I'm shining. I'm out summertime shining. And so you better you know, sing that during your stream now. I will, but <laughs> um, but yeah. So the last two weeks I've been out, but this Friday at one thirty, I will be uh, streaming this on Mom's Basement Streams on Twitch, um, and so you guys can uh, check that out. Richie streams uh, Thursday at six thirty. At six. At six o'clock. Why do I always say six thirty? Mm-hmm. Uh, he he streams at six o'clock, and um, we've got uh, we've got a, a bunch of other guys that are streaming for us. And you guys can also, if you miss out on that, and you want to look at the decks that we talk about on on SoundCloud, um, you can go to uh, Mom's Basement Games on uh, on YouTube, and you can check out those replays. So, um, do yourself a favor and check that out. It's uh, Richie's a he's a hell of a player. He's a lot better than me at this game. That's debatable some days. <laughs> some days, but you know, overall, you're 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 a good player and um, you're fun to watch. And so, yeah, come check us out. But Richie, tell us about the deck you're going to be playing. Oh, this isn't this week's deck, right? Or uh, is it? it? It might be this week's deck. Oh. I think I'm going to play it. Cool. But. All right. So tell us about it. What is it? Yeah, so I've... I don't know why. I don't know. Like, everybody gets it, Kate, like, eventually. Everybody gets the kick to just cast Cryptic Command. Oh, yeah. That's what you were telling me earlier. And I, I've just been on a real Cryptic kick lately. So <laughs> I found this deck list, played it at FNM. I... I didn't even do well, but I just had a ton of fun with this deck. Grixis is super fun. Oh, uh, bef- let me let me cut you off for a second. Snapcaster Mage is a hell of a drug. You're not wrong. <laughs> it is a hell of a drug. You know when you what if you could play six Snapcasters? When, well, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, cast. Yeah. Dissident Mage. Cards gas. Yeah, that card's really gross. But like, yeah, look, just all you got to do is there it is. Yeah, Snapcaster Mage. Yep. You just got to cover the black and red up. <laughs> For those of you uh, that can't see because Josh is doing it to the monitor and you can't see it on the camera, <laughs> he was just covering up the uh, black and red man on cast. Yep, there you go. Just blue blue and colorless. You got a, there's your Snapcaster Mage. I, I should have tried that at FNAF. I'm just being like, look, it's only a blue yeah, and just, colorless. Yeah, just do that next week. <laughs> but yeah, so you, uh, you're really starting to enjoy this deck. Yeah. I, uh, I think it has a little trouble with like the mono red decks, like the... Uh, like burn, of course. But yeah, somebody was telling me that they played this in a side event uh, this past weekend. They're like, "I played Grixis and I man, I ran over everybody except for Burn." Yeah, and I just went, "Yeah, I know. This matchup's really bad. Brush my shoulder off. <laughs> it's really bad for you, man. Just yeah, you know. And you having to run the the field of ruins along with the creeping tar pits for your mana base. That is a that's really bad." Yeah, it, it slows you down. Of, yeah, but it really does. They they get you a lot of points in other matchups. They do, and so you you know you have to have them because you're not just going to be playing against Burn all day. You're going to be playing against other decks where it matters. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us about your sideboard. 
Yeah, so uh, this was just like a stock list I found on I, I I wish I could remember who it was. I found it off Twitter. Okay. But uh, and this is just basic Grix's control. Yeah. Or do you want to call it mid range? What do you want to call it? Yeah, it, it's control. Okay. Uh, really, the deciding factor on if you're control or not is typically if you play cryptic. Okay. Uh, the card that I actually performed the most for me was probably the Factor Fiction in the deck. That card is so good to cast. <laughs> Stop. It's a th- it's like a three for one. Why is there a fucking magmatic sinkhole in here at a six drop? And don't don't I please don't Bonk. try to sell it me sell me on this card. It has delve. <sighs> okay. Do you actually know what that card is? Obviously not. I don't now that you said it has delve because I was thinking it was a different card. No. It's the one red, five colorless, instant with delve, deal five damage to a creature, planeswalker. Okay. Okay. I like it now. Yeah. Card's really good. I like it now. Man. Uh, I, I didn't get to live the true Grixis player dream, though. Everybody tells me the uh, best feeling in the world with Grixis is Kolagon's commanding whatever other mode you want and then getting back a Snapcaster Mage. Mm-hmm. I never got to do it. The best I got to do was I was facing uh, the Urza deck. And I shattered his uh, token from his Urza and got back a Vendillion click. Ooh, that's cute. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like that. I uh, used the click to tuck a surgical that was in my hand that I didn't need. Okay. So, so let, let me run through this list for everybody listening. Uh, it's four Snapcaster Mage, two Cast Dissonant Mage, uh, two Narset Parter Avails, which how good does it feel to play that fucking card? You know, every single one I cast found another somehow. I don't know how that worked, but it was awesome. And it, uh, it felt kind of felt like Dig Through Time, honestly. Is this card just... I mean, can I say it's disgusting? It's great, dude. I just don't understand why they're printing cards with this power level at three. Um, and then your... So those were your, your six creatures, two planeswalkers, spells. They got 28 spells. Yeah. Um, Who needs to win the game if your opponents I, can't? Why don't, you just, why don't you just jam some Delvers in here, too, while you're at it? Grixis Delver Control. <laughs> oh, sorry. Don't don't tempt me. I won't. Uh, so three Fatal Push, two Inquisition of Kozilek, three Lightning Bolts, two Surgicals, four uh, Thought Scour, one Dry Bore, two Logic Knot, one Terminate, two Force of Negation. How did that card feel? So, uh, Did it feel good? Caleb and I were talking about this because he played it in Esper Hero. Uh-huh. Or not Esper Hero, Esper Mentor. Sure. And we found ourselves hard casting it more than like actually using it. Okay. And it was still fine. Okay. Like, Negate is yeah. arguably a main deck will card in modern. Okay, so then it, it's the basically... The exile effect is huge. Yeah, it's just, it's Negate with a bonus. Yeah. Okay. Um, three Culligan's Command, three Cryptic Command, one Factor Fiction, which is a spicy, spicy meatball, um, and then the Magmatic Sinkhole at one. And then you've got 24 lands. Um, the sideboard, um, I'll, I'll let you go through all of it. Tell us about the sideboard. Yeah, so uh, the first card is a one of Engineered Explosives. It It was super good, you know. It's a nice versatile card. Can blow up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two ceremonious rejections are for your typical colorless decks. Performed really well against the Urza deck that I faced. Well, obviously, it looks like Tron's doing uh, really well right now, so you're going to need those because this can't be an amazing matchup against Tron. Yeah. I mean, you got the three fields and the two surgicals mains. So you can try to, you know, get them that yeah, way. Yeah, take but... them that. But, but Karn, Karn is a, he's a four drop. I mean, you know. Yeah, but, like, you can deal with things like that. Like, yes. Kolagon's Command is great if they're on the Karn plan. Yeah. Like, that card is great. I love I love me some Kolagon's Commands. Yep. Um, the Flusterstorm was actually very medium. Yeah. I 
I don't think Flusterstorm is a modern playable card, oddly enough. <laughs> Can I record that and loop that and then uh, play that for everybody a few, like last month when they spoiled it? Yeah. It just like, there's so many things that, like, there's so many Planeswalkers, Enchantments. Yes. It's that... not like Legacy where everything is instant or sorcery speed, basically. And, you you know, it just, it really shines in that format. This mm-hmm. format there it's it's very diverse and i just don't i don't think when they when they spoiled this i did not say anybody to anybody that oh my god flusterstorm got printed this card is going to be insane mm-hmm. i was just like eh, flusterstorm all right whatever next yeah next i uh, i think it might become a dragon's claw i seen uh i looked at a couple lists online and they had like a miser dragon's claw on the sideboard and i don't hate that yeah or vampiric link or not link vampiric uh i think it's link is it Link? I think so. Yeah. All right, so you had some spell... You had two spell bombs in there, Nihil. A couple thought seizes, you mm-hmm. know. Never go home without your thought seizes. Nope. That's Always. what I've learned. The two young pyros were actually really nice. It was nice mm-hmm. to just, like, have an early threat to play that can also gum up the board. Okay. Uh, the angers were pretty good, you know. Okay. Cleaned up small creatures. The Ashiok was sweet. <laughs> I love that card, man. The card's really good. I love that card. Like... I've been close to playing Shadow of Doubt in Modern. Yeah. And this is, like, a better Shadow of Doubt. Yeah, Ashiok Dream Render is a very, very... It's like very... a Shadow of Doubt with a Relic of Progenitus. Yeah. Well, it's like just a, a bonus. Yeah, break. it's just a bonus. Yeah. Card's so good. Um, then you had the... Uh, how the, is it Staticaster feel? I faced Elves. It was great. Oh, God. <laughs> I got shit on by Elves, too, still, but, you know? Oh, okay. So you didn't draw it? Uh, no, I did. Okay. They were playing, uh, well, they were playing Main Deck Veil of Summer. Okay, what's that? Uh, it's the new one green instant from M20 uh-huh. that you can't be targeted by blue or black spells. Okay. Your spells can't be countered. Your creatures can't be targeted by blue or black spells. And you draw a card. Oh, okay. So I had like a really nutty Koligon's command game one. He was like stuck on lands. I went to kill his land of elf, make him discard. He cast that and I lost the game after that. Dang. That's rough. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Okay. Then, uh... You got the one of V-Click in the side. Yeah, I could, like, see that also becoming, like, another Dragon's Claw or something. Yeah, something to help you but, out But, like, a click matchups. is always nice to have. Yeah, so, um, you could probably cut that Fluster Storm, I'm guessing. Yeah, the Fluster's for sure gonna go. Yeah, maybe the click. You know, if you you really feel like you need a click in the 75, you could probably put it in the main board, to be honest. Yeah, right? maybe. I could see it. Yeah. It does work pretty nice with Narset. Well, cool. So hopefully you do play this this week. Like I said, check us out at Mom's Basement um, um, streams on Twitch. And uh, Richie and I will be playing this week. And, you know, check us out every week if you can. Give us a follow because we are doing our giveaway uh, this month. And it's just for our followers. Um, we will be um, giving away a box. Of, Where'd we go? A box of Guilds of Ravnica. Oh, there we are. There we are. So they can um, barely not tell the difference. Yeah. So for those of you watching, you know, you guys can see this. But for those of you listening, um, we've got this little uh, the harmless the harmless kitten, harmless offering, harmless offering um, as the back picture. Kitty, <laughs> gonna blow people's eye, eardrums out. Um, but yeah, so uh, just give us a follow. Uh, also, we've been really working on our. Um, God, what is it? Our Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, we've we've ch- go check out our Patreon too. 
um, we're, we're getting that going. We're going to start building content for that. I'm actually uh, I'm pretty proud of that. Those are some things that we're just going to be giving back uh, to the community and trying to support everybody and while you guys also support us. So it's it's really cool. I, I like it. Um, and I think it's something that we should have done earlier. We, we've tried starting on it back a couple months ago, but there's just so much going on. Um, but yeah, check that out too. And then you guys, you know, you can support us. You got another chance to win our giveaway. So we're just trying to get people to collect their giveaways. Yeah, that's the next step. That is the next step. You know, you know, we've been whispering when people win, we whisper them and say, hey, come get your prize. But we don't hear back from these people. So... Nobody this, wants to whisper sweet nothings into your ears. They just, these these giveaways are just sitting here, you know? So please do yourself a favor and come get your getaway. You know, there's one person giveaway. whispering still, though. Who's that? Hogak. Hogak is, he is still yeah. whispering in everybody's ear for sure. Um, Hogak is still around. Now we're, I think this will probably be what, the last week we talk about Hogak, I'm mm -hmm. guessing? Maybe. We'll see. I hope Maybe so. Maybe it does well at an event. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but Hogak is still 5 0ing online. And we wanted to let you guys know about that. So if you guys are intending on staying on the Hogak train, or maybe you thought it was dead and you're saying to yourself, well, shit, it's 5 0 online. Maybe I should take a look at this. Uh, we wanted to let you guys know that for those of you that love the deck, because uh, what they did was they took the bridge out um, that got banned and they jammed in four Hedron Crabs. Yeah, they, um, they changed a little extra. They did. But this was kind of the, you know... Um, the main staple that went into the deck. I would say the Hedron Crab became the altars more than the bridges. Okay. The bridges became the prized amalgams, okay. I think. Okay. It's kind of um, like the pay, the extra, like, in your graveyard payoff. Okay. So Hedron Crab, uh, for those of you don't, that don't know, um, which that would be crazy if you didn't know what Hedron Crab is, but it is a card that... Modern um, mill staple. Really shines in, in mill, yep. And it is a one blue, zero two... Um, with landfall that says whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, target player puts the top three cards of his or her library and his or her graveyard. So target uh, Josh Warren. Yes, target, target me. But you got to point your finger at me so you don't get any extra information, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's a pretty pretty solid card for the uh, addition to the deck with uh, you know missing. You're, you're able to get those three cards in there that you need. Um, and then also the addition to the deck was prized amalgam, like Richie said. Um, and then there is a couple little spicy nuggets in here. There's two claim to fames in, uh, in the main board. So Richie, tell, tell everybody why claim to fame is in here. So it's another way to trigger prized amalgam with the claim side of it, because the creature does come from the graveyard to the battlefield mm -hmm. and it's also really funny to give a Hogak haste. <laughs> I was just thinking that, man. I was like... Just the old 10 ball. Yeah, the old, hey, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim uh, Hogak back? Well, you can't claim Hogak. Excuse me. Famin. Right? So, yeah, like you could claim your, like, Gravecrawler if you don't have a zombie. Yes, you're like, going uh, to fame him. You're going to claim him... your Stitches Supplier, Mill 3. Ooh, the value. Which would then help fuel the Delve for Hogak. And then you could fame Hogak. Got it. Okay. Yeah, make so... him look all nice and pretty. Make him famous. Mm. So this deck is still around. It's still very powerful. Hogak is a very powerful card. Um, and so I, I have a question though, Richie, and this is uh, this is really actually an important question. Okay. Um, do you think this list 
takes over for Dredge itself. No. Okay. Why think, not? Do you think you think just Dredge is just too powerful on its own? It's a different style of deck. I think Dredge is more consistent. Okay. I think Dredge can fight through hate a lot better than this deck. Okay. And Dredge has what made Hogat good a non-combat win condition, which is just like the, you know, creeping chill conflagrate you out of the game. Yes. Those are two very, very powerful cards that are not in this list. So, all right, good. Uh, now we're going to move on to finance, which we like to let you guys know every single week. What's going on? What are the price updates? What are the changes? What do you need to buy? What do you need to pass on? Um, and this week, of course, we talked last week about um, on the podcast um, that there were some bannings. Iona got banned. Um, also, uh, what was the other one that got Paradox banned? Engine. Paradox Engine got banned in Commander, and, along with Bridge from Below in Modern. So those three cards are going to, whenever you have a banning, those three cards are going to shake up um, what's going on, not only in the meta, um, whatever format they were in, but it's also But in gonna, your aunt's pants. That's true also. Um, but it's going to change prices. So you guys need to you guys need to be aware of that and know what's going on so that um, when you find out, like you did let, this past week, and you said, oh, my God, I could play Painter, Servant, and Commander. I need one of those. And you come up and ask me about that. Well, I'm probably not going to have those <laughs> because those cards are insane to find. It was much like Mycosin Lattice. Uh, once Karn came out and the combo hit, I had about... Ten, I'd say about ten people asked me for Mycosynth Lattice in a week, uh, maybe a, maybe a two week period. But there was a lot, and it's very difficult to find these cards because everybody's holding on to them, uh, or the price is just so high on them that you just don't want to buy it. You know, you want to trade for it. These cards are too damn high. They are. Um, so Painter Servant's back, and he's at forty five dollars and forty five cents. He's up two hundred eighty six percent this week. And so if you are... That's um, too high. That's <laughs> way too high. Um, so if you guys are thinking about... He actually about, peaked above 60 it looks like. Yeah, he did. He, he peaked out at $62. On July 9th. Yes. And, you know, uh, people were buying them at $62. Why? Because they maybe they thought, I hate money. Uh, maybe they also thought, well, I might, get, I might as well get them at 60 because I could have got them here at, uh, you know, 59 so I'm going to get him at $62 before he goes up to $80 or $100. And they need that painter's servant to look good in their smoke jacket pocket, right? Yes, absolutely. So uh, painter's servant's up. He will come back down. Just give it some time. Um, and, you know, hold hold fast on picking him up. I think last week I said make a proxy of him if you can't get him. I believe that's what I said. Mm -hmm. uh, so continue to do that. Uh, try to do your best to trade for this card. Now, uh, it was in a set... Um, that didn't get opened a ton, ton Shadow of time. More. Shadow more, but um, there's a lot around. So you know, um, and what goes around comes around. You know what they, you know what Wizards of the Coast will be doing, is they will in the future reprint Shadow more revised. I don't, I don't know about that, but they oh. will reprint this card. Okay. So, what about this card? Storage Matrix. So, this is we're a, in the Matrix, Josh. <laughs> this is not being in the Matrix. Uh, this is being in some weird, I don't know. So Urza Lord High Artificer is changing a lot of things. We talked about this deck last week, about how good this deck is, um, about how I keep losing to it. Uh, Richie, you've lost to this deck also. 
No, I lost with this deck. You lost with this deck yeah. a lot. Okay. I, uh, you know, chest timers are great for infinite combos. No, they're not. No, you you, you just need a little Thanks, bit more time. Moto. Yeah, you need a little bit more time with the uh, with the timer. So. Also, shout out to you, opponent, that wouldn't concede when I had uh, Urza with Thopter Sword in play. You're the you're the best. <laughs> Fuck you, beat me right. That's it. Yeah, I guess. So uh, storage matrix you know, needs it, real practice. You know. Yeah. Storage matrix is a weird one. Um, as long as storage matrix is untapped, uh, is the key thing here. Each player chooses artifact creature or land during his or her uh, untap step. That player can untap only permanents of the uh, chosen type. So, um, Lord Hard. Lord Lord Hard <laughs> High Artificer uh, says that you can tap an artifact, an untapped artifact, to add a blue. So once you tap this thing, you turn it off and you don't have to take its side effects. Hmm. Yep. My guess is like trigger on the stack or something like that or whatever. I don't know how they do it. It does say... Uh, no. Oh, it's just untap. No, it's yeah. just a static ability. Yeah, you just yeah. tap it at your opponent's unstep. Yep, just a static ability. Um... So that's pretty cool. That card's up to ten bucks. Uh, that card will come back down. Wait, did so. that say Legacy and Vintage? Um, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, vi Vintage. I'm sure that he is seeing a ton of play in Vintage. Is He's he a... seeing Legacy play? Yes. And what? I I told you already. He's taking over that spot. Um, uh, where you could play the the black blue. Um, God, what is that guy called? With you play Mox Opal and the Sword combo. Tesserator. Yeah, Tesserator. I think Tesserator's better. I don't. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt Tesserator's better than uh, Urza. Tesserator says you can do shit when you don't gotta win. Like, you don't. Like it digs you for your combo. Sure. Uh, now the other big surprise, which I don't know if you guys would know this is a surprise or not, Grindstone. Hey, also. Siggy Stardust. Hey, howdy, howdy. Um, Grindstone is up to twenty eight fifty one this week. So um, you are going to see a reflection in that due to Painter Servant because once you get the one piece, you need the other piece. So um, pretty pretty simple. It did spike. Grindstone did spike to thirty two. Looks like thirty two bucks. Thirty eight. Thirty eight bucks. So and it's already Man, can again. You, can you tell numbers? I can. It's already starting to come back down. So um, do yourselves a favor. Hold off on that. It's going to be coming back down. My guess is sub twenty dollars. Uh, I think it was what, like eight bucks or some shit, right? Was it at eight ninety nine? There you go. So before the before the jump, nine 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 nine. Uh, now this the gentleman here is talking about painter servant uh, grindstone uh, being a thing in legacy. It is a thing in legacy uh, now that uh, Karn the Great Creator got printed. Uh, this deck is seeing a lot more play. I actually did lose. This is one of my losses um, when I could have. I could have four won my uh, my burn league, um, but I th ended up three twoing uh, because I didn't kill the Karn. I didn't double bolt the Karn. Yeah, talk crap about this deck again. <laughs> Notably, why is this list not playing Chalice of the Void? Uh, because it has so many one drops in there, dude. Um, God, where are they at? Uh, Welder's a one drop, uh, of course. Red Elemental Blast is a one-drop, Enlightened Tutor, Pyroblast. So you just have so many one-drops. Yeah, you just can't You can't play Chalice in this list. I mean, you can, but you got to reformat it, and it's going to be a little bit wonkier, you know? But 
Um, yeah, so if you're a painter's servant um, grindstone fan in Legacy, hey, there you go. The deck is a little bit more playable these days. Tell your brother. Yep, he used to play it. Uh, now, we'll talk about the cheap pickups this week. Uh, we did talk about one earlier. It's Ilharg the Razor <laughs> Boar at uh, five ninety nine, which is crazy because this little guy started off at 20 bucks. How much did you pay for yours? Uh, I think I paid in the $11 range. Uh, which was yeah a couple, a couple months ago I picked him up at like the ten eleven bucks, uh, but he is really cool. Um, again, we went through it earlier. He's a great addition to to modern. I think he's a great addition to legacy. I just don't think we've seen a whole lot of him yet. Mm -hmm. um, and he's even seen a little bit of standard play, right? Um, got a playset for free of the uh, Star got does got the playset for free. Hell nice. yeah, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, do yourself a favor. Pick that card up, please. Uh, Brushland. I don't know why Brushland is at an all-time low at $5. The My card... guess is, like, the Eldrazi decks that used to play it yeah. aren't really as popular. Yeah. Um, you have, like, plenty of other, like, replacements for yeah. uh, for it in, like, your mono-white Eldrazi. You really only need it for, like, the Bant Eldrazi lists. Yeah, it looks like it was at 5 bucks for, you know, basically it's life, and it's down to... Maybe this guy just didn't have a uh, anything else to talk about here, but I mean, for since February, this card's been five forty seven, and now it's five oh three. So maybe he just—that's a record low. Yeah, I guess that's a record low for him. It's like you know forty forty four cents if cheaper. If you're sitting on you know hundreds of brushlands, you know. Yeah, he's like he's like oh, I gotta finish I gotta finish up this uh, um, this this uh, whatever it is. What is this called? An article. No, it is an article, but the weekly winners and losers portion of the article. Maybe he's like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Uh, Brushland. Okay, that lost 43 cents. Let's put that in there. <laughs> um, so the other one that's pretty cool is Leovold Emissary of Trust. Um, this card, womp, womp, womp. yeah, this card's really fallen on a favor. Not only can you not play it because it was banned in Commander, uh, you can no longer play it in Legacy because it just doesn't make the check pile list anymore. There are more powerful cards. Richie, what took the, the place of Leovold in Emissary Trust? Uh, so there's like two cards. One mm -hmm. is Run and Six. Yep. The other is just Narset. Okay. It's just an easier to cast Leovold that dies like harder. Yeah. Like a Planeswalker is harder to kill than a creature. Yep. So the um just Leovold's just uh he's he's gonna be out of favor for a while unless he finds a new home. Um I think or we if will he gets see him into modern. Yeah, if he gets printed into Modern, which would be weird. I'm not sure that that's going to be a possibility, but it could be. They've done some Stranger Things. Uh, but he used to be at, you know, in January he was at 17 bucks, and now he's at 9 So we'll see what happens with him. He's um, going down, down. <laughs> down de -de 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 -down. Baby, he's going down swinging. He's not really going down swinging. Uh, so, yeah, so that's finance for this week. And, as always, please, uh, you guys that are um, out there, uh, follow us. If you do follow us, you could see down here, hey, look at that. It's a new follower. It'll just put your name on there whenever you're following us on Twitch. Um, what, uh, what's this follower's name, Josh? Uh, Joe Rook 68 I got to go in there. This happened this weekend. Um, so I got to go in there and like it and thank them. Uh, and also, if you if you hit us up on Twitter at MomSpaceMTG um, or... Um, at Richard T M T G. That's me. Uh, you can follow us and all the rest of the guys, and you'll know when things happen in real time. Um, you guys can come hang out with us. You know, tell us how 
how good we're doing, how bad we're doing, how, how handsome. How long until they can watch the Moms Racing Games reality TV show, though? Man, we're working on it. Um, we're probably, I don't know, I think we're about, I think we're about eh, maybe a year out from that. That's gonna be. We we're gonna be live locked. on. We're gonna be live on YouTube. The we entire all get work locked day. inside a house. <laughs> it's a panic room. Yeah. <laughs> you got to try to get out. Oh yeah. So um, follow us there, please. Uh, and uh, again, we're doing our giveaway this month. All you got to do is follow us. Uh, we're we're really moving up on followers. I'm pretty happy about that. We're getting into the 300 range for everything. Uh, God's willing is a rock star and standard. Yeah, that, that, that card is, is good. That card's very, very powerful in Feather, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Feather. I don't know why we didn't see any standard stuff this weekend for Feather. Uh, was, so no. you're, you're right. It was in the top 16s and whatnot. I'm sure it was. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on Feather and see how that goes. Um, but Richie, you got anything for the for the people listening before we get out of here? Uh, hopefully, I'll see you all in Philly. You going to Philly? Yeah, I'm going to Philly. Excellent. Team constructed. Mm-hmm. What is it constructed for? Uh, standard Modern Legacy. Oh, yeah, it's all three. I did mm-hmm. read that. I thought those were just the classics. No, that's both. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and you will see me in a couple weeks um, uh, in Columbus. You, I might be, uh, you might be sitting across from me and uh, wrecking my dome. That's what normally happens. <laughs> so it is very, I very hate to true. Break history. Yeah, hey. Um but yeah, uh, if you guys are, are listening on SoundCloud, thank you for showing up. Um, also, if you guys are watching live, Sig, uh, we appreciate you stopping by. And we will be here uh, every Monday at 5.30 on Twitch live. Um, and then you guys can find us on Mom's Basement Games YouTube um, for any replays that you need. So uh, we will see you guys next. Um, we'll see next you this week. Monday. Yeah, next Monday here. Um, but we will see you next week on... Um, uh, where are we at next week? We're here. Yeah, we're going to be here. We're going to be on at 5.30. Yeah. But where are we going to be? We're going to be in Philly? Um, Philly's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on first? These nuts. <laughs> Yay! All right, guys. Have a good week, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Sig, take care.